Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Bloomberg Daybreak Europe, weekday mornings at 6am on London DAB Digital Radio and on demand via the Bloomberg Business app and BloombergRadio.com. Bloomberg Radio is marking Black History Month, which is taking place here in the UK. It began back in 1987. It's celebrated every October. Just in the city of London, there are a huge number of events taking place. UK Black Business Week. Also, the Bank of England uh, having a commemorative Black History Month with an exhibition exploring the bank's historic links to slavery. And with me is Bloomberg's Eileen Bagbo this morning, who's been spearheading a series of interviews. We're talking to... to black business leaders in the city of London uh, every morning at 9.30am throughout the week. Eileen, good morning. Good morning, Caroline. And one question that I really want to know is how much progress is being made in the business and venture capital space here in the UK? So let's bring in Paula Groves, CIO at Impact X. <coughs> she has over 20 years experience investing in diverse companies both here in the UK and in the US. Hi, Paula. So Hi, how are you? I'm great, thanks. How does Black History Month apply to the world of business? I'm so excited about Black History Month. You know, I've been in the world of business for um, all of my career. And one thing they always say about um, the thing to be successful is to first notice, second measure, and then third invest. So Black History Month shines a spotlight on all of the black businesses that are available for investment in the UK. And that's why I'm so excited about Black History Month. Yeah, we're delighted to have you on the programme, Paula, with all of your expertise. You focus on investing in underrepresented communities. Just personally, what changes have you seen in the black business community over the time that you've been investing? Yes, you know, I've seen a lot of changes. There's a lot more noticing, a lot more highlight of businesses, I was, as I was saying before. And there's a lot more interest in starting funds for um, investing in black businesses. But unfortunately, I'm not convinced that the changes have been enough. I um, launched my first venture capital fund to invest in women and minority-led businesses or underrepresented entrepreneurs back in 1990, I'm sorry, back in 2001. And at that time, less than 4% of venture capital dollars went to black businesses and less than 1% of black business dollars went to women-led businesses. Unfortunately, Over the last 25 years, those numbers have not changed, despite the fact that we are seeing a lot of interest, but we haven't seen a lot of people putting their money where their mouth is. So you've also invested in the UK's second Black-owned unicorn, Marshmallow. Why aren't we seeing any more Black-led unicorn companies, especially in the UK? 
I think that it takes time, diligence, and growth. Marshmallow was an outstanding example of what to do right when receiving venture capital investing. They raised money consistently. They found a targeted space. They um, were able to grow their company over time, and they provided value to the marketplace. I think that other Black entrepreneurs could really learn from the way in which Marshmallow was able to achieve success. And by using the Marshmallow playbook, other black businesses could indeed become a unicorn, but it does take time. We need the capital to go into the space first and make the investment and be willing to back black entrepreneurs so that they can achieve the level of success that Marshmallow has achieved. The thing is, Paula, you you well know um, the, the, the macro picture is growing darker in terms globally as we kind of move out of an easy money period of 20 years. How does the current environment in the UK affect your ability to invest in diverse businesses and those actually coming through? I mean, the things get more difficult. We're also talking about recession in the UK. Yes, I was listening to all of the reports um, that were shared um, on the program right before I had the opportunity to speak. And we are definitely entering into our darkening period. A liquidity is tightening in the UK as well as around the world. And when liquidity tightens, that means access to capital also tightens. And so therefore, the ability to raise money is only going to get harder. However, I do believe that in during a tightening of liquidity period, people are looking for out sized returns. People are looking for ways in which to make sure they maximize their growth. And therefore, they're going to be a little bit more selective. I believe that if people look to the underrepresented market, they have the opportunity to find their, that growth because so much money has not been invested historically in this space. Therefore, there is an opportunity because these funds are craving capital and craving investment dollars. And if they receive that money, they will have the opportunity to outperform the market. So the focus of this year's Black History Month is time for change, action, not words. What action would you like to see, Paula, in this industry that you occupy, both for investors and also entrepreneurs? I would like to see more asset allocators, more limited partners, more people who have their hands on the purse string allocate money to underrepresented entrepreneurs and to underrepresented entrepreneur fund managers. I believe that because this space has been overlooked for so long that there are so many diamonds in the rough that if they just have the access to capital, they will be able to generate the returns that these asset allocators are looking for. So the change needs to be that the asset allocators create an opportunity for these entrepreneurs to receive the funding in order to achieve outsized returns. Mm, Tell us about some of the other businesses and the entrepreneurs that you think we should know more about, um, you know, successful black businesses in the UK that you feel are not getting the attention that they deserve. Sure. You know, we are working with one entrepreneur that is creating um, easier access to information through clinical trials. Um, And she is focused on providing clinical trials and research data for underrepresented communities. This is highly important in the medical industry. We are moving towards an area in the medical industry where there's a lot more customized medicine. And what I mean by customized medicine is historically, most of the medicines and protocols have been developed for mainstream communities and quite frankly, white males. And our, our 
our environment is so much more diverse and the the demand for services is so much more diverse but the opportunity to actually customize drugs for individuals as opposed to for communities is a huge opportunity for growth and she's designing clinical trials and getting access to underrepresented populations to allow for testing of the drugs so that they can be more effective for individual communities so that's an example of an opportunity that we would love to see more venture capital dollars support because drugs need to be customized based upon mm. genetics and DNA and not based upon a white male standard. Yeah. And Paula, do you get tired of having to talk about successful black businesses as opposed to just calling them successful businesses, for example? I never get tired of this marketplace. I'm a black entrepreneur myself, and I'm just so excited about all of the different opportunities that I'm seeing throughout the um UK market and throughout the world, quite frankly. There are so many opportunities to help lift up communities to another level. I spoke about the medical industry just a moment ago, but mm -hmm. there's also huge opportunities in the payment space. For example, I just traveled throughout Africa last week. I was in Zimbabwe, I was in Namibia, I was in um, um, South Africa and um, access to funds for small business entrepreneurs is a huge opportunity for investment right now because the infrastructure just has been under overlooked and underrepresented. And so if we can provide funding to these types of entrepreneurs, if we can provide access mm -hmm. to capital, whether it's through investment or through um, payments and, and the access to funds for these entrepreneurs, we could see a huge transformation in our society. I'm just so excited about the opportunities that I see and I will never get tired of that. No, just finally though, I will throw this into the conversation. I, you know, this is, is there enough government support? You know, this is a government under the Conservatives that brought out the Commission on Race and Ethnic Disparities report in March 2021, highly criticised for its, um, you know, its attitude towards um, racism within Britain, uh, you know, playing it down effectively in that report. How concerned are you about the kind of governmental environment for support of diverse communities in Britain? You know, the, the United States is such a model for how the government can play a critical and crucial role for validating a space. You know, back in the 1960s under the Civil Rights Movement, the United States Small Business Administration um, used government funding to provide access to capital for people to get loans and mortgages so that because there were bias in the lending space. And then based upon them sort of seeding the opportunity and seeding the industry, other individuals and other um, companies and other lenders then followed suit. I think that the government can play a critical role in being the catalyst to attract more capital to the venture capital space. And that's exactly what they should be doing. Policy should be enacted to make sure that this funding is released. Because with, with the government being the first one, being sort of the canary in the, in the, in the opportunity, other people will then feel more comfortable because that the government can create the initial liquidity that's necessary to um, attract additional capital, which can then grow the market. I think the government's role is critical and the United States has done that successfully. And I would love to see the UK follow suit. Bloomberg Daybreak Europe, weekday mornings at 6am on London DAB Digital Radio and on demand via the Bloomberg Business app and BloombergRadio.com.
The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.